Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, I'm Ed. This is the Faith in Kids Summer Series, Show 1. Very good. It starts here. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I hope you're... It restarts here. Yes, that's true. Yes. Welcome back. We're hoping you're listening to this on your summer holiday. It would be great, wouldn't it? In the car, where are you? Very exciting. You could be on the beach if you had some sort of Bluetooth device. You might do, yeah, yeah. Or it's a rainy day. Rainy day. I'm sorry it's a rainy day. Yeah. We're here to brighten it up. Indeed, we are. So what, what are we, what, where, are we, where do we start? Okay, let's get talking first of all. We're good at that. So I'd love to know if you could swim anywhere, where would it be? Now, so this can either be, honestly, what is your favourite place to swim? Or, you know, when you dream of swimming, where would you be? Oh, wow. If I dream of swimming, I'm probably drowning. That's not good, is it? Um, all I do know is that I was near... At Lundy Island um, recently off the coast of Devon. Yes. And it looks like you could swim there, but it is way further than it looks. And so it looks like you could swim there. It looks like it's about a mile. And you think, oh, I could swim that in an hour. So you could and say actually, now, yeah. I'd love to swim to Lundy. But actually, it's, it's about 14 miles and I'd probably drown. Okay. Yeah. I'm a sucker for rivers. Oh, you're I'd, a sucker for cold water generally. Well, Ed. look, I just think I so I'd pick a river over right. a swimming pool or the sea. This is a whip around question. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, stop and just ask each other, where would you most love to go swimming right now? That's, that's our opening gambit. Why it are we is. talking about rivers, Ed? Okay. This summer series is Travelling with Jesus. And today, in show one, we're travelling with Jesus to the River Jordan. Very good. So we're looking at, we're all about rivers, and we're all about the story of when he arrived at the River Jordan for the first time. So we're, we're, we're mainly about rivers, but there's a bit of swimming. You can swim in a sea, lake, swimming pools, flumes, rides, all of those, if you want. Right. Very good. 
So now we we're going to have a new feature. I, I love this. Yes. We don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. Uh, it's unprepared. I mean, it's prepared, yeah. but we've not talked about it. No. This is the Fun Facts Fight Off. We, this is basically where I get fun facts as well as Ed, and we decide afterwards who has the most fun facts. Two each? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've got a spare in case we end up with the same fun fact, though. Okay, who goes first? So, uh, shall I go first? Yes. How many countries in the world have no rivers? <laughs> Genuine question. Okay, countries. Yeah. Okay, I mean... Roughly, I th- guess. Okay, I think it's about 160 countries, something like that. Maybe. So, n- with no rivers... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I think it's quite rare. I mean, presumably you're allowed like a stream, but this is like a proper river. No, uh, well, yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm going to say I'm gonna say five. Wow, not, not even close. Okay. Uh, double it. Ten. Add more. Twelve. Keep going. Fourteen. Eighteen. Eighteen countries. Eighteen countries. And there is. Now, some countries are very small and are basically islands and don't have rivers. Okay. Like, uh, like Kiribati yeah. and Nauru. But the largest one that might be surprising is Saudi Arabia, which I know is a hot country. I mean, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, uh, that, let's say that's yeah. 20 times the size of the UK. How many rivers? Zero. I would hate that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here's mine, Jam. Yeah. Which, which mammals... Can't swim. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, you might want to say something like an elephant, but actually they probably can swim. They, they honestly can. Yeah. That quickly brings me to my joke. Right. Why do you know elephants can always swim? Because they, they bring their trunks. trunks. Very good. Yes. Yes, very good. Okay, now this is... You, you really are a dad, aren't you? I really am. Yeah. Now, it turns out, you tend to say cats, mm-hmm. but apparently cats... You know, if you're gentle, yeah. they really can swim. They don't, can swim. Don't they, throw them in rivers. Yeah, they can swim. They just won't. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, and it, this is hard to prove. Yeah. Because obviously, one of the animals I'm going to tell you is a giraffe. Oh. So, but it's just difficult to put a giraffe in water and say, "Go on, swim." Because well, you imagine like a huge snorkel. Yeah, that's right. There's there's a limit. How deep would the water have to be I, in I order do, for it and, to swim? And on this, I can't answer. Well, they they would never have been exposed to. Uh, uh, the depth of water that they would need to learn to swim, wouldn't they? Maybe. Yeah. And the other one is like large primates. So okay. gorillas, can't, uh, again, yeah. I wouldn't want to be the one to throw a gorilla in the yeah. water, but apparently they can't swim. That's a very useful fact. If you're running from a silver-backed gorilla, yeah. whatever they're called. Yes, that is a helpful dive, fact. Dive in a stream yeah. and it's not coming yeah. after you. But elephants, camels, giraffes, yeah. they're all fine swimming. Really? Yeah. But really. camels are mostly water anyway, aren't they? Yeah, they carry a lot of water, so they probably act as like. Although that would weigh you down. Okay, let's not get into the physics. Fun fact number two. Okay, off you go, Jeff. What is special about the Mekong River in Thailand? Honestly, okay, I've got to think of some fact. Yeah, Uh, it, it it only it has no fish in it. Okay, well, it might not. I don't know. Mm. Every year in the Mekong River in Thailand, hundreds of fireballs erupt from the surface of the water. What? Locals believe a mythical serpent called Naga spits fire from the water. <laughs> but that... The event is known as Naga Fireballs. No, but I want to know. <laughs> there we go. I want to... Doesn't ev, ev, is there anyone listening to this that doesn't want to be there for Naga Fireballs? Naga Fireballs. If you say hands up, say, wants to get a Naga it, Fireballs. Yeah, it does sound like a kebab as well, it, doesn't it? Sounds, it? Uh, like, I'll have the Naga Fireballs, please. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yes, that's right. Okay. With extra chilli sauce. My fun fact. Yeah is that they have made a film of this. Okay. On January the 15th, 2009, a uh, 
a pilot successfully landed a plane on a river and not one person was injured. Yes. I think we've discussed this man before, haven't we? Have we? Shelley? Sully. Sully. Yeah. Sully. He's played by Tom Hanks in the movie. Yes, he is. And it's it's in New York. Yeah. And if you know New York, it's massive buildings. Yeah. And he flew, he avoided the massive buildings and landed on the river. Yeah. We ha- well, I'm sure we've talked about oh, this. I'm so sorry. That's okay. all right, but it just means that I win. Okay, so hang on, hang on. What's the score? Well, I, mean, I think you've you've offered a fun fact we've had before. Oh, for a okay, start. okay, I've, I've lost that one. Okay, that's one nil. What about the first one? First one, mammals. Was mammals. Yeah, that's quite good. Versus play. I'm I'm certainly calling that one all. Okay, fine. So that's our fun fact. Right off. <laughs> and now we're going to find out the story where Jesus travels to the River Jordan. So if you're visiting a river this year, this summer, this is the one to think about. Let's hear it. At that time, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River. He came to John and wanted John to baptise him. But John tried to stop him. John said, Why do you come to me to be baptised? I should be baptised by you. Jesus answered, Let it be this way for now. We should do all things that are right. So John agreed to baptise Jesus. Jesus was baptised and came up out of the water. Heaven opened and he saw God's Spirit coming down on him like a dove. And a voice spoke from heaven. The voice said, This is my son and I love him. I am very pleased with him. I once saw the Queen. She was visiting my town. Everyone knew she was coming. Everyone was ready. I was stood by the road for ages waiting for her to come past. I was there with friends, talking about what to expect, standing on tiptoes, seeing if we could see her car. And finally, the car started to go past, because it's not just her, I discovered. But, and you're looking into the window of each one. No, not that one. Not that one. And then the Queen's car came. It was really obvious. The windows were open. I saw her. I don't think she saw me. She was waving, smiling. Her husband, Prince Philip, was sat beside her. Finally, I got to see the Queen. Now, the people sat by the river that day, the day we have just read in the Bible, they saw God. They heard God. What makes this story so special? It's one of the few times in the Bible that we see all three persons of God mentioned at the same time. I might already have lost you with what I just said. I'll say this slowly. Okay, I'm going to listen now properly. Go on. There is one God. Yeah. One living, true God. Yes. That's the easy part. Yes. Here's the hard part. God is three persons, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Now, let's do this together. Jam, you're going to do it with me. If you have three people listening, you can do this a bit differently and I'll talk you through it. But if not, we'll make it work anyway. Jam, you're going to be Jesus. Mm -hmm. He is God the Son. Exactly God in every way who left heaven to be born as a baby, to grow up as a boy and live as a man. On this day, Jesus was being baptised by John in the River Jordan. So when I say go, Jam, Mm -hmm. I want you to go from sort of crouch down position. You're in the river. I want you to burst out of the river. Okay. Okay, that's what you have to do. We're just going to practice that. One of you listening has to practice that. Ready? Crouch down. Mm -hmm. Go. Nice. Perfect. That's you done. Okay. One of you is going to be God the Father. 
who the crowds that day heard speaking, a great booming voice from the sky. And there were lots of witnesses, so they know it wasn't just John with a big voice. God the Father speaks words of power. That's what he always has done. He spoke and created the world in the beginning. So when I say go, I want one of you to say in a loud booming voice, not screaming because God doesn't scream. He speaks in a loud, clear voice like you're the boss. This is my son and I love him. Okay, we're going to practice that. Ready, Jan? Go. This is my son and I love him. I hope one of you listening were on to that. Third and final. Uh, This is God, the Holy Spirit, who is God with us. God living, working to change the hearts and minds of everyone who is trusting Jesus. So one of you listening has to be God, the Spirit. If you've run out of people, use any object you've got to hand. I've got a phone. You might have a cushion, a teddy bear, dad's wallet. See what you can find. The Holy Spirit came down that day as a dove. So this is a bit strange. The Holy Spirit isn't a dove. But that day, the Holy Spirit looked like a dove. So when I say go, this person has to land Mm -hmm. the object, the hand, the dove on the head of the person who is jumping out the water. Okay. Okay. So when I say... Oh, hang on. So you better do that I'll do this with my phone. So when I say go, Mm -hmm. land on head. Okay. Okay. So the Holy Spirit lands on Jesus' head. Okay. So we've got the three things. Ready? So Jesus... Jesus, he's yeah. going to burst out of the water. That's you, Jam. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, Jam, you're going to be God the Father and you're going to say, this is my son and I love him. Okay. And I'm going to be God the Spirit landing on your head. Okay. Ready? Steady. All of us together listening. Go. There we go. This is my son whom I love. Done. Do you see that? Yeah. In that moment, God the Son came out the water, Jesus. Yeah. God the Father spoke from heaven. Yeah. And God the Holy Spirit landed as a dove on Jesus. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Now, on that day, by the river, the crowd saw God coming out of the river. He, They heard God speaking and they saw God the Spirit as a dove. I think, Jam, pretty much everyone finds that hard to understand that God is three. Yeah. But there is only one God. But the Bible is clear that from all eternity, from before the beginning and forever in the future, God has always been and will always be three. Perfect love, Mm -hmm. perfectly working together, perfectly putting the needs of the other first, but also one. One God, one decision, one plan, one clear purpose to glorify himself. Starting to sound like a song by Queen. (laughs) One vision. (laughs) <laughs> what's the next line of that oh I can't remember but okay. it ends with the words fried chicken and they had a big argument about that because <laughs> it sounds like one vision but isn't I wish you hadn't told us about fried chicken because yeah. when you when you got to it sounds like we saw yeah. one vision yeah. that was helpful boy you know where to start don't we it was like we couldn't just start with an easy one. No. We've started with... No, that's brilliant. That's cool. That's what, okay. that's what going on a journey is about. Okay. This is travelling. We're going okay. places. If you're on a four-hour journey yeah. to France or Spain... Yeah, you still you won't have got your head around it by the end of this four-hour journey. <laughs> but I hope you've got ten minutes of conversation, yeah. Tab. You're going to do that at the end. Don't stop yet. Don't just, No, stop. No. Now, we've got a sketch now. We do, yes, uh, which will hopefully make the story a bit more relatable in other ways because now we've got some really good ways of thinking about it. Let's have a listen to what would have happened 
if you might have been on the side of the bank, on the banks of the Jordan, while this sort of thing was going on. So, here we go. Now, what's going on here? I've come down to the Jordan to do my washing in the river. I can't be doing with all this hullabaloo. It's not exactly a hullabaloo. Well, all I can see is people splashing about. They're not going to get those clothes clean by wading around in the water. You need to give them a proper scrub. Uh, No, I I don't think that's actually what's happening. Unless they're learning to swim. I suppose that makes sense if you're a fisherman, but that fella doesn't look like one of those. That's John the Baptist. What's he doing in the river? Baptisms. I should have seen that one coming, I suppose. So, what's baptising when it's at home? It's washing on the outside to show you're clean on the inside. Like the ultimate guarantee of cleanliness. Who's that he's about to do next? Is that... that Jesus fella? Oh, yes, it is. And he looks like he wants to be baptised. That's odd. Oh, bless him. Jesus just wants to fit in. Everyone else is doing it. I don't think that's it. If there's one thing we've learned about Jesus, he's not too bothered about fitting in. You think so? Yeah, even as a kid. He didn't hang about in the park playing gladiators or sit at home reading chariot magazines. He headed to the temple, saying it was his father's house. He's not your average Joe. I suppose not. Good luck to him. Well, I should get on with me washing. Now, look at this collar. How am I going to get the grime out of that, I ask you? <gasps> look! John's not having it. He doesn't want to baptise him. Ooh, burn. That's embarrassing. Maybe he's fed up of being John the Baptist. Maybe he just wants to be John. No. Look, Jesus really wants John to baptise him. Oh, and here he goes. Into the water and up again. Oh, textbook. Right, who's next? Was that you? No. Look up. The heavens are opening. Does this happen with every baptism? No. Wait, something's coming down. I knew it. Aliens, that explains so much. No, it's not a spaceship. It's more like a... A dove. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. And there it goes. On to Jesus. This is my son, and I love him. I am very pleased with him. He said that without moving his lips. That voice came from heaven. You think it was God? Who else could it be? This must mean that Jesus is really special. You know what I think? If this is baptism, I'm having some of that. Hold these pants, I'm going in. John the Baptist, over here. Can I be there? Uh, no, no, I, I don't think that happens to everyone. That, that was not a normal baptism. But you go for it. Hang on, I'm not washing these pants. So we're getting to the end now, and we've talked enough already, plenty. So now you talk. That's the that's the title of our final segment. Now you talk. Ed's got some curveballs to throw at us, which you will hope, well, hopefully, will give us something to talk about in our car, where we are, around the breakfast table, wherever you happen to be listening to this. So, Ed, give us something to talk about. I'm going to give you three questions. Each one is going to be a bit harder than the first. It's up to you how many of these you talk about. The first one, this might be for under sevens or just to get you started. It is, 
in the story we looked at today, what did each person do? God is three persons. What did each person do in the story? That's the first question to get you going. Second question, maybe for over sevens. If someone says, you really think Jesus is God, what could you say from today's story that helps you be certain that Jesus is God? What happened that makes you certain that Jesus is God? Third question, if you're feeling brave, maybe if you've got a teenager in a car, he's in a grump in the back seat and needs to really be pressed. Here we go. God is three. He made us in his image. That means we are made for relationship. We are made for friendship as God himself is friendship. How does that help us to understand what a good friendship looks like? If God is three, he has always been in relationship within himself. How does it help us to work out what friendship should be like? Brilliant. Anyway, that's the end of this show. Thanks very much for being with us. And if you want more information about Faith in Kids, look at the show notes. But that's it. Now you talk. Ed's given us plenty to talk about and think about. Speak to you next time. Bye-bye. If you're on holiday, have a great time. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Ed. This is the Faith in Kids... Oh. That was show one. Thanks very much for listening, for being with us, for watching, whatever it is you've done with this podcast or this show. I'm going to do that last link again. Sorry. I like it when you make mistakes. I know, it's good. Thanks, Jack. Yeah.